Welcome to Shining Bright with Serene Grace. Over the next hour, Serene, together with her guests, will inspire you to expand your mind, body, and spirit, and transform yourself. Now, here is your host, Serene Grace. Blessings, everyone. I'm your host, Shine Bright with Serene Grace, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Today, I have a returning guest who is a spiritual brother and friend since high school. His name is Phil Nguyen, a.k.a. Wisdom of the Master, who is a spiritual teacher with a bachelor's in science in computer science and has a master in business administration and marketing. He constantly strives to teach, guide, motivate, and develop ways to help people master both their human and spiritual sides of life under the toolage of teachers in the physical and higher worlds who train with Tibetan masters he loves to share his wisdom and knowledge to everyone who desires to become the best versions of themselves within this episode mysteries of reincarnation unraveled we will be discussing the origins and stages of reincarnation along with how it plays into our past lives and current lifetime now i'd like to welcome my guest Philip Wynn. Welcome back to the show, Philip. Hi, Serene. Hi, everyone. Namaste. Uh, thank you so much for having me again on this uh, show. And namaste to you. So how's life treating you right before the holidays? Um, I've been uh, quite busy uh, working on my, uh, you know, supporting people, loving people, spreading the, the good news, the, uh, the, the spiritual side, and also the human side. Remember that. So, well, I gotta say, we're gonna have a lot to talk about today. Yeah, I assume so. Um, I'm gonna be talking about things you probably never heard before in your entire life, and it's gonna be uh, fascinating and fun. Okay, are you ready to get started? Absolutely. Fantastic. Well, Philip, just for the audience again, can you please give us a little brief? Introduction of your spiritual background. Well, I uh, I work really hard uh, on my spiritual side because I always been very close in uh, being with the universe. Always, the universe is always pulling me towards something that's spiritual related, and that's the reason why uh, I enjoy and I feel and I feel the the passion of the spiritual side. And uh, I'm, I've been studying with um, a Tibetan master, and I also studied with uh, non-physical masters in the high worlds. And on top of that, I've studied um, all of the scriptures, uh, both in uh, Judaism and also the Christian side, uh, Buddhism. I've studied so many different religions, not because I'm resonating with any kind of religion per se. Uh, however, I want to understand everything. And I want to show people what I have learned because life is about evolution. And that's what we're going to be talking about. Evolution of your soul. And uh, when you're in, here on this planet, you go through seven different stages of life. 
And I want to show to you how to get through all seven of them. And most people get stuck so much in the first few stages. And, and then what happens? They pass away and they have to start over. And that's what this, you know, is about, I believe. And folks, today's show is focused on the word reincarnation. Reincarnation is on the spiritual belief that we all experience a birth, death, and rebirth cycle. Do you have a definition on what reincarnation is? And that's probably tying into your spiritual principles that you're going to be talking about, correct? Sure. Reincarnation is what I usually say the soul's evolution. And of course, you know that most of us have a soul. Yes. You are incarnated into various different physical worlds, you know, such as this planet Earth. Uh, to train, grow, develop, learn, and become a new version of the creator with his or her own distinct characteristics. But with all the traits of God, you know, source built into your soul. Though these cycles of rebirth allow you to transform and transcend your previous soul's journey of learning to a new level each time you come back into incarnated form. And that's the reason why you're here. You're here to become the better version of yourself every time. And if that, that's, that's how the entire universe works. We are always evolved. God evolves himself herself as well. So that's basically the flow of life. Yes, that's, that's exactly how it flows. Or a cycle. That's why everything's in a circle, right? It's always continuing flow. Yes. And that never stops, by the way. Yes, reincarnation does stop. And that's what we're going to talk about here in the show. And, and also in the last show, I, I briefly talked about it in the, uh, you know, how to graduate from the school of life. However, even if you stop the, 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 the flow of cycles of reincarnation over and over, because a, a lot of people do come back to this life many, many times. It can go anywhere from one lifetime to hundreds and thousands of lifetimes. That is a lot of lifetimes. And I got to say, to find those lifetimes, especially if you do past life regression or if you do any kind of study of past lives, especially in your current lifetime, you learn that for the Akasha Records, which is the book of life. Am I correct? Right. The Akasha Records help you. Uh, so when you when you pass away and you go go to the Hall Records, you will see the Akash Records and you will see uh, all your different lives and you can study them. Take your time. All right, take your time. There's no rush. And study them. And then when you, what? Come back. Your soul is going to contain that memory and then you're going to have a recollection. You may not know it, but you have a recollection. So basically, I need to get my study paths to go into the Akasha Records and pick a chapter of my life and just embrace it and explore it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's actually, you know, really fun. It's not intimidating at all. It sounds all complicated and all that good stuff. But if you really, you know, here's a little tip. If you really focus on yourself and start realizing who you are, you will naturally collect that information back to you and you're going to go, oh, oops, that's a, a, 
a realization moment. That's an aha moment, basically. Yeah, and exactly. And then you go, now I know what to do. And so that's, that's part of your life lesson is to realize who you are. Philip, how far back does the belief in reincarnation go in human history? Where did the origins of reincarnation come from? Oh, well, we don't want to go into that right now. <laughs> well, history itself on Earth is much longer than 99% of people think. But I'm going to break the ice with something that will shock you. Belief of reincarnation and much ancient knowledge go back before the time of, of Adam and Eve in the Christian Bible. I would say about over 900,000 years ago. Closest to the true teachings today only exist, I think, in either the highest levels of secret societies and teachers such as Freemasonry, Egyptian mystery schools, the Kabbalah, which is Jewish mysticism, uh, the Vatican, or the masters in Peru and Tibet. Though they have you believe that the origins of reincarnation came from the medieval times from the Jewish mystics and Gnostics, it started when the six human races started appearing on the planet, as I said before, 900,000 years ago. Six human races? What are those? Right. So almost a million years ago, the uh, sixth type of human races started to appear on this planet. This is, was the time when humans first started to appear. It, it didn't, did not start during the Adam and Eve times, believe it or not. And at that time, the six human races had different skins. Okay. This is very similar to today, but, uh, variations, but the uh, human DNA evolution changed over time until you, the, the different skins you see now with, you know, uh, the white, the black, the yellow skin, the red skin, things like that. But back then, you actually had the blue skin, uh, which, you know, later evolved into more of the, uh, the white race itself. And, uh, there was the brown skin and there was the orange skin that evolved later as well into more of the, the brown and yellow that you see today. Yes, there was the yellow skin back then, etc. The yellow skin back then is, is the, the Asian um, ancestors, of course. However, uh, their evolution is more on the spiritual side. So the, 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 that's why the Eastern religions today uh, seem to be more profound, more deep in study. And that's, that's where the, the human race started from. And when you get to the Adam and Eve times, uh, that, that, that was when we actually evolved a lot more. And that's a very long story. So, you know, that's something I don't want to really talk about on this show. Maybe in the future. Uh, anyway, let's get back. Uh, at that time, like I said, humanity had these teachers, uh, at, you know, to teach us. So, so it feels like it's very different from the current time period. They were known as the Ascended Masters, the angels and beings who came from other planets who have evolved much higher than humans here. And they were here to, to help us along, build our civilization, etc. 
because we didn't know much better. We call them gods, you know, today. Some, some uh, might be called Greek, Roman, Indian mythologies, and they have talked over many different millennia, thousands of years. And that's why we, we call them gods now, because they, they, they seem to be uh, so much greater than the human race. They mostly left and came back to various cycles on Earth over time, uh, depending on the different collective consciousness at that time. But they always show up um, to more spiritual humans in our modern times, no matter, no matter what. So the more spiritual you are, they will appear to you in various forms. And that could be a form as your spiritual guides. Yes. The, uh, see, the thing is, is they, they can change themselves to cater towards your current level of consciousness and how how uh, high you are in your mindset. My spirituality, my spiritual ascension, awakening. Yeah, and they, they have to appear to you in a certain form to match that. If they don't, their energy, their, the, the way they interact with you is, is so much different and, and it's much difficult for you to interact with them. And darn, that would be a breach of soul contract. Yes, you're exactly right. Philip, reincarnation is also called transmigration or metapsychosis, which is the concept that the soul or some aspect of the soul is reborn into new lives. How does reincarnation play into past lives, such as you coming back as a human, animal, or something else? Hmm. In the uh, last show, I believe we talked about how if you don't pass the final exam, you have to reincarnate into another life, into the physical world, on a planet similar to Earth or Earth itself. But why? Because you must continue where you left off in a new physical body. Of course, you know, the physical body wears out. Of course, there's, you know, there are ways to transcend that, but that's a whole different subject. As I said before, it's part of your uh, soul evolution. Let me give you an example, Serene. Let's say in the previous life, you were murdered or committed suicide. This means you died too quickly. And most of the time before you, your planned death, cutting a person's life too soon will affect his or her next life dramatically. You have to reincarnate very fast without the vacation time of two or three months in paradise or the um, fourth dimension. I'm saying you will have to reincarnate in less than a day. Okay. This causes your soul development to be corrupted. And with that said, timing on the other side, when you leave your physical body in the physical realm is totally different. We're not, it's not a literal time. Because as a psychic medium, I see when people cross over in different ways, how depending on their soul evolution, Oh, if they're going to stay in between realms, or if they're going to reincarnate in the next life, or they're kind of, kind of be, what's the word, releasing, learning, purifying themselves until they're ready to come in the next lifetime. Mm-hmm. When you, um, after your uh, death, and then you pass away, and then you go through a little uh, in-between uh, afterlife, and then you go to paradise is what I call it. It's not heaven, as I said in the last show. Everybody goes to paradise 
eventually. And you have a vacation time of two to three months. Now, this is if you didn't pass your final exam. If you did pass your final exam, you stay there in paradise. But if you did not, you stay there for two or three times, or two, two or three months vacation. And then during that time, you, you also learn about your past lives and you, uh, you gather your information and then you get ready to go back into the physical again. So that's, uh, that's what you do. Uh, anyway, so when you're reborn, you will go into a deep depression early in life without knowing why, uh, continuing where we left off about how your soul development has been corrupted. Your soul is remembering the traumatic event. Uh, secondly, you will most likely become, I would say, homosexual at birth. Now, this is getting interesting because the law of reincarnation says you must alternate between male and female bodies in each incarnation. So if you were a woman in a past life, when you become a man in this one, you still believe you are a woman and will act appropriately, but now in a man's body. See, in other words, there was no time for your soul to react to this transition. And with that said, sometimes when people in say like you're you're living this lifetime, and if you are someone dealing with, I don't know the right word is like a, a gender identity. Um, concern like for instance you're born female but you feel like you're it's like a you feel like your spirit's male but you're stuck in a female body and it's very hard for you and then there's different levels of other concepts of sexuality and that's the thing like i do believe we're very androgynous because we're both masculine and feminine energy and then when we come in our physical lifetime you it's also this lifetime is about balance out those energies even in your own physical body. So you can be very, um, you can be female, you can be very feminine, but you have a strong masculine energy. doesn't mean if you're gay or not, or you could be um, a male and you have very strong feminine energy. You can either, you might be born gay that way and you feel more uh, attracted to the same sex, or you can have very feminine traits, but you're like metrosexual, but you're, you are attracted to the opposite sex. Uh, but also, there's so much a different concept of sexual energies and also duality of balancing out the masculine and feminine energies. And what makes it interesting about being human, we have this task to learn how to balance both of them out. And there's a lot of confusion when it comes to that. And I think also when, when we do have past lives that can add in that confusion because there's still a gap of things we don't remember from past lives. And then something's carried over in this lifetime and we have to try to figure that out. And if someone is not raised with the concept of what past lives are, except they have other beliefs that are different that might close them off. And then you go through this amnesia stage of trying to remember things. And then that kind of comes a whole another issue or show to talk about. Um, but it then becomes part of the soul journey to try to refine themselves. Sure, sure. Absolutely. The, uh, the, the reason why you come to this life, uh, one of your main lessons is to learn how to really master your masculinity, femininity, those two things. And, and those are the, the powers of creation. 
that God is showing you. And when you reincarnate back into this life and you have this confusion that Serene was talking about, yeah, it's, it's very difficult because you, like Serene said, you're not going to remember uh, what happened to you in the previous life. And, and that's the key. When you realize who you are and what you're doing, if you focus enough on yourself, then you're going to start to understand this little thing we're talking about, the masculine side, the feminine side, and how to keep it out of balance. And balance is the key, probably more in the moment, but also it's not an easy task. And so it's an everyday practice of duality or balance out the masculine and feminine energies. Oh, yeah. The, uh, it's not just about you. The masculine and feminine energy is everywhere on earth. Let me give you an example right quick. Hot and cold, day and night. Uh, future and past. You know, everything, even your food that you eat has a balance between masculine and feminine energy. But, and, you know, I want, I want to say something right quick. The masculine energy is always about action. It's about getting things done. It's about force, pushing in a certain direction. That's why you're so direct with me, right? Perhaps, but then I gotta go feminine side right now, and uh, but that means is you don't expect anything. Tomorrow is tomorrow. What happens? Great. And that's part of the art of giving and receiving. Feminine energy is to receive. Yeah. Masculine is to give. Yes, absolutely. The you're always balancing your energies in your everyday life. And uh, it, it's an art. It's a party, too. Well, if you, it's a party, it's masculine energy. And then you, you switch up with the feminine energy, and it's like, well, I'll go to the party. That's okay. I think it'll be, it'll be nice. So it's more smooth. Mm. You don't expect anything. And you don't expect if it's fun or not. Just do it. Hey, let me answer, Serene, your second question. Depending on the choices you've made in the 49 days of the afterlife, right after your death, you will reincarnate into different types of bodies. Uh, that would be either a human again, an animal, a low-level brute or a Neanderthal type of human, a ghost or even a god. All forms of reincarnation must die eventually. Yes. Like a god can live for a thousand years, but he or she can still die. And yeah, a hungry ghost can hang around for a few hundred years. I say hungry ghosts because these ghosts are lost, confused, and do not know what, what the heck is going on, really. They are literally hungry a lot, but it's more a psychological thing, yearning for food to replace their mental distortion, as I call it. Yes, it's, it's possible to go into an animal devolution in your next life you, if you interact with an animal. I spoke about in the last show, uh, during the events right after your death. The soul is a fragment of God, source. It can go into any form. So some forms are more evolved than others. So say plants and animals are your second density consciousness. Uh, first density uh, are like rocks, minerals, elementals. 
humans are third density, by the way. The fourth density level consciousness are paradise graduates. So if you graduated uh, from your previous life, meaning you don't have to reincarnate again, or people um, uh, without having to reincarnate again. Gnomes and fairies, low-class angels and ascended masters are all people of the fourth level consciousness. And uh, that, that's, that's part of your lesson, is to transcend your current level of consciousness. When you reincarnate into this physical body, your whole life, that's, that, that's what you try to master. Is to raise it higher and higher and higher, not, not the other way around, you know, negative, negative, uh, hating and having all these insecurities. Now that's, that's the opposite of what you should be doing. And your life lesson is to raise it as high as possible through your seven stages of life. And then when you get back to your paradise, you're like, ah, oh, that's it. That's what I gotta do is I gotta reach my fourth level density consciousness. And th that's actually one of the key ways to break the, the cycle of reincarnation, by the way. Now, here's a crazy thought. So when we use our imagination and we're believing stories like in gnomes, fairies, dragons, unicorns, anything that is mystical, that is somehow tied to the higher realms and that's a way of also remembering and then we use our imaginations to create stories um, to manifest if it comes to art stories you name it you know your imagination quote unquote another word for that is the mind of god everything that you can imagine that you can think of that you can see in your mind is part of reality itself it, it might not show up in your physical reality right now, but it will eventually. And these uh, different type of beings, as Serene mentioned, I mean, I'm going to show you that I've, I've seen them myself in the physical reality. I met a fairy. I've been with a fairy. And see, if you raise your consciousness to that level, the fourth level I just spoke about earlier, then they will appear to you. All the different life forms that I spoke about. Gnomes, fairies, even angels. Now, I'm very connected to the angels. I see angels in many different ways. And I just did a show called Angels Are With Us, where I gave an introduction about certain archangels and also how angels protect us and their missions to help humanity along with ways to communicate with the angels. So yes, I see a lot of angels and they are awesome to work with. And I'm really happy for that. You know, one of the things is if you do raise your consciousness and you meet these angels, you're going to feel the same way as Serene just said. Their energy is super amazing. At that, that moment when they appear to you, either in the physical or while you are dreaming at, at night, doesn't matter. You, you're going to feel like you just won the lottery. And you have that nice lottery feeling. Philip, I feel that past life themes or tendencies 
cross over into our current lifetimes. And how does past life regression play into reincarnation? Do you have any examples? Okay, sure. Let's see here. Some people are really ta talented, right, in playing music or singing, while others might take lessons for years and can't get to their level. So I wouldn't call it talent per se. It's more like an experience where you were an excellent musician in a past life, which brought forth into this one. Some people actually, when they are up to seven years old, they remember exactly where they lived in the past life. But were they, their parents were, their full name, their career at the time? Okay, let me give you a, a real life example. There was a young boy who told his parents uh, who he was in his past life as a pilot in the Air Force. They looked up the pilot from history, and lo and behold, he was a pilot with that name and died in a plane crash. Guess what? He always talked about planes and wanted toy planes for his room since he was born. Now, he has an incredible talent of flying and has become a pilot again in this life. Uh, past life regression is one way of finding out who you were and what happened if you don't have the luxury of knowing, like the boy I just mentioned, nothing is an accident. It's uh, not past life regression therapy. Uh, there will be more events, you know, somebody in your life who will remind you one way or another, including dreams and visions you have at night. Throughout your life, there, there are always, the universe is always going to uh, do something to remind you who you are. It, it, the, the people really, they don't pay attention. That's the problem. So here's another key. Here's another tip is you, you must, you must pay attention to what's going on in your life. All the people, all the events, all the circumstances, bad or good or whatever, all that stuff happened for a reason. And, and the, one of the main reasons is to remind you what happened to you before. And then you can use that to continue where you left off in this life. So basically, I can have different endings from different lifetimes based on free will and choices. That's part of the fun. Ooh. Dramatic. Drama. No, not, not the bad drama part. Bad drama is to teach you the, a different type of lesson. And that's called karma. Now, the, the, the good drama, okay, in your life helps you understand where you need to go in your life to figure out what you need to do next. Now, we are going to take a brief intermission. I am Shine Bright with Serene Grace on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. I shall return after a few commercial breaks. Ready to shift your outlook and find your shining purpose in life? Are you seeking to empower yourself and create a positive impact within today's world? Everyone has a sparkle within them that has a divine imprint to follow with free will and choices, along with divine guidance. These factors together will help you on the journey of life and lead to awakening the inner you that can shape your future in an empowering way. Join our host, Shining Bright, with Serene Grace, with each episode on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, and start the journey today. Today. 
You are listening to Shining Bright with Serene Grace. We hope you're ready to transform yourself and awaken the inner you. Now back to the show with Serene. Welcome back, everyone. I'm Shine Bright with Serene Grace on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Now, let's return to my guest, Philip Wynn. Welcome back, Philip. Hi, everyone. Glad to be back. <laughs> it's always wonderful to have people like you back on the show. Uh, thank you so much. And I have been enjoying this conversation uh, on uh, reincarnation. I think this has been really good information, and I think it'd be very enlightening for our viewers. Shall we continue? Uh, yeah, go ahead. All right. So where do we leave off? Ah, uh, yes. So how does reincarnation play into karmic life lessons? How does karma play into the bigger picture? Let's see. All the people you've encountered in life are there for a reason. And the biggest reason would be a karmic connection. You owe each other bad karma that needs to be resolved in this lifetime. Sometimes the karma doesn't get resolved and you get to do it again in the next life. Because we can create more bad karma in this one. You see? Karma is there not to punish you, but more to remind you of the consequences, either it be good or bad. How can you learn the lessons without consequences, right? Now, here's a tip. If you do good things all the time, then you will notice that your life becomes easy and you're lucky a lot. So always treat others with respect and love, kindness, good karma will shine on you. And you will have that golden touch. You know what? Let's talk a little about the, the laws of karma. You know, yes, God's source has a lot of laws, right? But don't worry, they are there for cosmic balance. You ever wonder why some people are born into wealth and a good life, but others go into a life of misery, like living on a bridge and being sold in human trafficking? Well, with compassion, you do feel a lot for them. Believe me, I do. But what you see is the result of consequences, consequences from your past life. Yes, there are higher beings called the uh, Lords of Karma, who are in charge of karma itself. Um, not just for people, but also for entire families, cities, uh, countries, and even planets. Uh, one of these lords is my teacher, and her name is Master Quan Shi Yin. Uh, she is a lady master uh, who ascended to the higher worlds, and she used to live on, on this earth, uh, I would say almost 1,000 years ago. And she ascended back into the higher worlds when she was just in her 20s. That's just amazing, right? And here's a question. How did you spiritually get connected with her? You know, that's that's an interesting question. The I uh, I tend to have a lot of dreams and visions, you know, throughout I don't know how long. But uh, she showed up in one of my dreams, and she showed me. Uh, let me give me an example of what she taught me. She taught me the very special number thirty-three. 33 is um, 
represents the master, the spiritual master. And she herself is, you know, an incredible ascended spiritual master, meaning she is not here right now. And she taught me the number 33 in, in that dream vision. And uh, she told me that she is in the appearance of 33 different, I would say, manifestations. So she herself shows up 33 different times herself, 33 different, um, I say same person, but 33 different places and different times and different planets all at the same time to teach and show people like she is doing now with me. See, that, that's how she appeared to me. And I, I learned the number 33 uh, right before that. And then she elaborated that to me in a dream. And then later on, many other different uh, great teachings she gave me as well. And uh, numerology is, is a, uh, a mathematical uh, language from the universe. So numbers like 33 is extremely important. It carries very high vibration, especially I like the three, especially when you combine it with one three. And I like the number 13. And when you combine it with 13, 13, that, that as a double vibration, <laughs> yeah. a higher ascension. You know what? The, the more numbers you see, the more repeating numbers, like say 33 again or 13. Mm-hmm. And the more, uh, let me give you a, another, another special tip is if you start to see uh, all these repeating numbers more, uh, the universe is showing you that you're on the right path. So that means I'm on the right path because I see those numbers all the time and I'm in no twilight zone. Philip, how does reincarnation influence diverse cultures and religions in the past and presently? Every religion on earth talks about reincarnation in some fashion. Yes, it includes Christianity. Uh, Reincarnation is the essence uh, or the core of especially the Eastern cultures and religions. When a person passes away, they would make rituals and prayers for the soul to properly migrate to the next incarnation without getting lost and be peaceful and blessed in their next life. It's actually better to teach the person about reincarnation than to wait until the last minute of making prayers after they have already died. So with the teachers of reincarnation, people do have a much better understanding of why and how things happen in their life, so they may change and grow properly. They also feel a closeness with uh, much more love and respect for others around them because it's all about how you treat others, right? Which will return to you twice or thrice, two or three times, either be good or bad. Uh, When you go into cultures that teach reincarnation more, not just in religions, but also in family units, you will see a huge difference in the love they have for each other. Why does this happen? Well, these people understand that what you do in this life will assure your next one to be much easier since you already did all your homework this time around. And what I mean by homework, as you may know, is... It's the most important thing I always talk about, love, respect, and kindness. That, that is the, 
I wouldn't say part of God. It is God. Source or high self, what do you want to call it? If if you are not, if you're not kind to another person, if you don't show compassion, then you are going the opposite direction. And that is nothing to do with being aligned with the universe nor God. And that's why when you talk about uh, bad people or demons and things like that, and they, they got to totally to the opposite side, that has nothing to do with God. But it has something to do with teaching you a lesson and they are learning their own lessons along the way. The kindness and love, it's really hard to explain in, in English. But see, that's how God operates. The entire creation is about love. And without it, you, you can you can never create anything. You can never be uh, harmonious with the, your both your physical life and the spiritual life. You're gonna be out of control. So that so that you know, every show that I go to, every my YouTube channel, every time when I talk about a topic, I'm gonna talk about love. Well, love makes the world or the universe go around. You talk about the flow. <laughs> Even it doesn't matter on what scale of, of your duality of how dark or light or you are. Love is the glue, if that's a better word to say, of holding everyone accountable on that vibration. And you have free will and choices that come in with that. It's also a gift itself, you think? Yeah, the um, uh, love is, is actually, uh, like we talked about before, the masculine and the feminine. Love is the uh, feminine aspect of God, of course, because you are, like I mentioned, like I did in the last show, the fourth chakra, your heart chakra, is love. And you, you are creating, you are flowing, you are doing things every second of your life uh, with love. You, you might know it, you might not know it, um, but you are doing it. You're creating things in your life all the time with or without love, but with love, it's going to make your life much smoother because why, like Serene said, it, uh, it, it, um, you align yourself with the planet. The planet rotates because there is love. You are alive. <laughs> You listen to this show because there is love. And I love hearing what you're saying. Philip, now here's the billion dollar question. And it would be the meat and potato of our conversation of reincarnation. Are you ready? Yes, ma'am. I am ready. All right. What are the stages of reincarnation? Oh, meat and potatoes, huh? Okay. Well, there are a total of five stages of the soul's evolution when someone goes through reincarnation. They are the infant, the baby, young, mature, and the old soul. Most souls on earth right now are very young. I would say 95% of the population, the, the infant souls are extremely basic. Uh, they are all about survival and want everyone to make their life easier. Everything they do is egocentric. 
resulting in people who become sociopathic, uh, psychopathic, narcissistic. And they don't fit into society very well and are capable of doing terrible things without a conscience. And that's where intuitively you have to discern those kind of energies from those personalities and run for the hills. Oh, my goodness. Yes, definitely. Uh, well, that's the infant souls. And next uh, uh, level of soul is the baby ones. And they are what you call, they obey the law or else people. They get stuck in religious dogma or orthodox beliefs. They uh, will risk life and limb to get their point across about their belief system, uh, even killing themselves sometimes if necessary. Uh, it's usually all about being right or wrong about uh, these souls, uh, nothing in the middle. They can be hard workers, though, and stick to their job for you know, 50, 60 years straight. Now, let's talk about the young souls, which is a huge majority in the population right now as we speak. Uh, they are very physical, meaning they want to make the point of seeking validation from others every single day. If possible, they want to have everything, including money, power, fame, sex, and just enjoying themselves about life. But the problem is that they tend to fail in life miserably without much uh, direction. You, you probably see you know, a lot of that in your everyday life. Um, if they do succeed, though, they believe the world re revolves around them instead. And the thing is, life is not always a party. There's times you have to take it a little bit more seriously with accountability and a balance of having those elements in your life. Yeah, the, the young souls um, all about experiencing as much as possible in life. And that, that's why they like to, they're not, not, not very serious a lot of times, and they like to party and goof off and... Be more know, entitled. Or do stupid things. But be more entitled. More entitled, yes, entitled, yeah. So that's, that's you know, the young souls. Um, they, it's just part of the, you know, process of evolution, of course, and it's okay. And, uh, you know, when they pass away in this life and then in the next life, uh, they, they will most likely continue where they left off. And let, let, before I move on about the next, uh, type of souls is I, I want to explain that you have a small fragment of God inside of your body right now. And that is the soul. And, uh, the more you evolve and mature, like from a young soul and upwards, the more part of that fragment you, you gain. So your soul becomes bigger over time. Um, so say you reincarnate into the next life, that, uh, that soul that you had before will, will pretty much, you know, if you've learned something, if you gain something, then that your soul becomes a little bit bigger. Okay. Uh, so let's move on to the mature souls, and they are very naturally about learning about the deeper meanings of life. They have deeper thoughts, so they, they grow in all aspects of their relationships, uh, well-being, and have stronger values, and of course, spiritual strength. They empathize with other people easily, with uh, lots of compassion. 
that you can't really deny. You're going to see that. You, if you meet a mature show, soul in life, you're going to feel it. You can, when you talk to them, it, it's a big difference between a young and a mature soul. That's why I'm always called an old soul. Are you really? <laughs> Don't ask me my age. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, they, the mature souls are open-minded. And they can see from many different perspectives, uh, capable of explaining, you know, the many intricacies of life uh, to other people around them. So let's get to uh, what Serene talked about. The old soul. Not my age. Okay. Uh, well, let's uh, let's, let's uh, talk about the old soul is right away when a person is, you can, you can, you can know that person is an old soul when they were just a kid. And the thing is, it's not the, the expression also is basically the energy exchange that you have with someone knowing of their maturity, their spiritual maturity level and the connection you have with the person mm -hmm. that resonates on many different levels, you, you would say. Yeah, the, the also really just talks about, you know, how much experience you got. It's not, nothing to do with age. The, the soul is, is timeless. So, you know, Serene, you, you probably need to stop talking about your age. You, I'm timeless. <laughs> <laughs> You're timeless like the old soul itself. There you go. And so, as I said, uh, when a little kid grows up, uh, they're going to be uh, very wise. It's like uh, people are going to be wondering, why in the world does this kid uh, know stuff? And he seems like a sage. Like, you know, he's like he's... 60 or 70 years old already. And that's the old soul. And that's something that can go back to what I said earlier about past life uh, tendencies or characteristics coming into your current lifetime. Mm -hmm. And um, they, so of course, they are beyond wise, beyond their years. Uh, and they have a lot of incredible insight just about everything. And they almost always are very calm and peaceful in dealing with any kind of circumstance. And, uh, of course, they are very compassionate, very loving, caring, uh, show a lot of heart. And uh, what that means is not just about love, as we explained earlier. It's also about uh, their passions. These, these old souls are very passionate about everything, unbelievably. You know, about career, about relationships, um, about uh, what they love doing. And that's, that's what I mean by showing a lot of heart. And that's, that's what the younger souls need to learn from the uh, old soul is passion. Because without passion, you, you, can't, you can't really move on in life. Okay? And uh, that, that's the whole point, right? Is, is to move on in life, to, to learn and grow. It is. It's passion to have the drive. Or motivation to grow on many levels spiritually physically emotionally mentally creatively sexually and intuitively and the compassion which is tied to the higher vibration of love mm -hmm. and another thing about the uh, the old soul is they um, like you said serene uh this compassion towards other people and about themselves they they they, they almost mastered life right now, I would say, I mentioned this earlier, but the seven stages of life, the old soul uh, usually gets to about the sixth stage in their life. And they they may just pass away at that point. 
and then continue on past the final exam. Now, uh, some old souls will, will, you know, move on and to the seventh stage. And, and I want to mention in this show that that is called the Ascended Master. I, I said this one time earlier. And what is the meaning of life? Is to become this Ascended Master if you are up to it. And the old soul, you know, is 90 to 100% um, at that level who can become this master. And uh, when when I mention that's in the master, it's about mastering the physical life, the third dimension that we're here right now. That's what that means. And but so when you go to the fourth dimension called paradise, see that that part, we got to start over. See, you mastered one dimension at a time. Okay, so mark my words, understand that. Loud and clear. <laughs> and you know, existence is never a dull moment. And yes. Uh, and the old soul, I, I want to continue with that, is that they, they know ex exactly that uh, you got to be happy all the time. And that's, that's one of the keys to succeed in life. Philip, that was a wonderful discussion on the stages of reincarnation. Thank you for sharing that with us. Now, I'd like to ask you, how can people get in contact with you to learn more about your spiritual teachings? I am on YouTube. My channel is called uh, Wisdom of the Master. If you visit my Facebook and Instagram under my name, Philip Wynn and Philip underscore Wynn 33, look at the number, respectively, you can find writings and links to my individual YouTube videos. Uh, right now, uh, I have uh, over six videos and I update every Saturday. So there are plenty of topics for you to choose from. If you have a specific question, uh, please feel free to contact me at uh, Wisdom of the Master at at gmail.com. Awesome. Thank you for that information. Now we're about to come to this, the end of the show. So here is my last sparkling question to you. And you know what it may be. I always ask all my guests this. Any last sparkle tips you'd like to share with the world that can leave a positive sparkle before we end? Uh-huh. Okay. Well, every word that you say, action that you do, and thought that you have will have its consequences or karmic events that come back to you in this life or next. To master this, don't ever be hasty, but always make decisions based on love and peace. Uh, your soul will mature very quickly by what I just said, okay? It's possible to go from a young soul to an old one, not about age. Remember, an old soul is timeless. In one lifetime, if you do what I just said. So then I'll see you at your graduation in paradise. Wonderful. And it'll be one big celebration and party. All right. I look forward to seeing you. Absolutely. Phil, it was a great pleasure to have you on my show and to discuss the mysteries of reincarnation unraveled. I think the viewers are really going to enjoy what we talked about on reincarnation and past lives and everything that goes into the topic. 
Thank you again for being here. Well, Serene, thank you for having me on the show. And thank you, everyone, for listening. And uh, everybody take care. And I'd like to wish you and your family a happy holiday. Thank you. Happy holidays. Namaste, everybody. Namaste. Everyone, it was a joy to do this show. I am your host, Shine Bright with Serene Grace on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until next time, happy holidays and happy new year. Thanks for listening to this episode of Shining Bright with Serene Grace. We hope we have inspired you today and helped you on your journey to awaken the inner you, the empowered you. Until we talk again, have an enlightening week. Thank you.